get out and transition, get himself to the free throw line. Tie game. Steph Curry. 94-93. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast news, narratives, takes, and gambling. I am Nick. Playoffs rolled on last night. We will get into the NBA and NHL playoff update. And we'll check out some NFL future bets. Some sexy names out there that make a lot of sense to bet on, but don't make a lot of sense to win. And it's already too late, but we'll talk about it. We're like 120 days away from kickoff or something. The NFL schedule comes out this week, so we're super excited. I will be ranking all of the kitschy, cheeky, fun little schedule release videos that the teams put out. The Panthers, usually are my favorite, but we have a scandal on our hands, folks, uh, and a controversy and perhaps even a conspiracy. So first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to put this on the screen so you can watch the play. There was an error, a Little League-esque error in professional baseball last night, and let's just listen to the play-by-play announcer and, more importantly, the color commentator on the broadcast to see what they said. Like This is an incredibly important piece of information. What did the color commentator say? Here we go. There's a ball hit toward right field. Sheets coming in. Drops the ball! The Guardians will score first as Quan comes home. Into second base is Owen Miller. And Sheets just simply botched it. One more time. Miller. And Sheets just... (laughs) One, one more time. And Sheets So... The outfielder's name was Sheets. There are nerds on the internet that are suggesting that the color commentator, don't know who he is, probably a former player for the Chicago White Sox. This was the White Sox broadcast. There are nerds that are saying that one guy is saying Sheets while the other guy is saying, kidding me. Are you kidding me? And Sheets just botched it. Let's listen. This is the last time. Into second base is Owen Miller. Are and you Sheets kidding me? Just... Oh, I thought somebody said, are you shitting me on broadcast? They didn't. He was obviously thinking it, but I think it is Sheets and kidding me. It was almost historic and very cool. All right, now that we've solved the mystery of that, I love... Let them cuss, dude. Like, kids have the internet. Have you seen Euphoria? The ki- they're going to do whatever they want. They're going to do whatever they want. All right, let's go to the uh, let's go to the association in the league. Where should we start with the association? The association. Al Horford ran it back last night. For those of you that don't know who Al Horford is, or remember, or just to put it in context, he's 35 years old. Al Horford was drafted by the Atlanta Hawks after going back to back with the Florida Gators and probably the best college basketball team of all time. I'll fight you with three guys that had pretty significant NBA careers in Corey Brewer. Uh, Joakim Noah and Al Horford. Horford was then signed or something traded to the Celtics that I remember about 10 years ago. And he played with the Celtics on a lot of good teams, not great teams. He was on the Celtics teams that got beat by LeBron all those times in the playoffs. Then the Sixers signed him to kind of be like a, a big brother to Joel Embiid. Brett Brown is a terrible joke of a coach. Couldn't get anything out of him. And now Al Horford's running it back. He can hit some threes. He plays good defense. He's there to guard Giannis. Al Horford, man, lit it up last night. He single-handedly kept the Celtics in the game and thus the series. Al Horford with 30 points. Jason Tatum Tatum also added 30. That was a story from last night. Um, And people just getting more and more upset about the refs. I don't care about the refs, man. This is what happens. This is what happens when you design a rule with 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 ambiguous situation where a player has a right 
to both motion and a physical place in the court. You have to pick a side, and then that just leads to guessing. You're seeing the same thing in the NHL with goaltender interference, and you see the same thing in professional football with pass interference. If you if a person has a right to space and a right to movement, then that, those two things contradict, and that leaves it up to the opinions of the refs. Blah, blah, blah. In the open, Steph Curry and the Warriors just hit their free throws down the stretch. There were no cool highlights. They do beat the Grizzlies 98-101. to uh, A lot was on the line for the Grizzlies. The series is now 3-1. to um, John Morant didn't play, so the series is not interesting at all. Without John Morant, it just isn't. In the, high, in the show, the Penguins scored two goals in 24 seconds last night, and they scored five goals in the second period to just dummy the Rangers. The Rangers falling apart, just absolutely falling apart. Here, we'll play a couple of the clips. This is TNT. I think that I get uh, blocked on YouTube usually from, from NBC. But what's, what, what, two and 24 seconds is crazy. Petrano's going to get his stick in the way of this Matheson shot. It goes off, I believe, the stick. Yeah. First career Stanley Cup playoff goal for Mike Matheson. It's, I mean, it got Five so ugly so fast. Crosby, Penn to get on the attack. Gets it. He's fast. Freeman's got a chance. Fires. He's gone. Penguins jammed away from Malkin. Back to attack. With the shot. Goal! Just, I mean, those are all different goals. Shostikin was the best goalie during the regular season. Igor Shostikin for the New York Rangers. He then, he did something really stupid. And this is controversial because I've watched the clip a couple times and I don't see the disrespect. Okay, so here's the clip if you're watching on Spotify. This is the Rangers' last home game of the season. So every NHL team, I'm sure every team in every sport always does this. They stand in the middle, they wave goodbye to the people, the thanks for coming out this season. We'll see you in the playoffs or we'll see you next year. Salute to the fans. The Penguins are skating from their bench to the locker room. And allegedly, you can see him right here, if you're watching on Spotify, on the left-hand side of your screen, there's Shostikin, and he is allegedly waving goodbye to the Penguins. Is he waving them off? All right, I want to see that one more time. Is he just, like, giving them a bye-bye, bitches? So the narrative is that the Penguins are super pissed about this. I don't know if this is a real thing. I don't know if the narrative, if that's a report coming from someone that has connections inside the Penguins organization. That's proper hockey pronunciation. Organization. Uh, I don't know if this is coming from anybody inside the, the organization, but it uh, it feels as if they really disrespect him and they want to rub his nose in it. And that's absolutely what is happening. Pitt leads the series 3-1. to one. The Rangers are probably done. The Panthers come back. They score with the goalie pulled about two minutes left, and they win against the Caps in overtime. That series is 2-2. Two to two. The Flames beat the Stars in Dallas. That series is 4-1. to one. The Avs sweep the Preds. That makes sense. The Preds are the bottom seed in that particular bracket uh, composition. The Avs are the second-best team in the regular season. Makes a ton of sense. Games today, Bruins, Hurricanes, heads back to Carolina, Raleigh right down the road for me, Tampa and Toronto return to Canada there are also late games on Oilers Kings, Blues and Wild, I love the late games, I have not seen a single I have not seen seen a single second of them, not a single second of the late games, I do want to show you this highlight if you're watching Um, people are suspecting or suggesting that TJ Oshie might be suspended let's watch this hit real quick Boom! Got him right beneath the chin. You see that thing flying in the air? That's his tooth, I believe. Boom! It might not be his tooth. It might be something else. But the cool thing about this particular goal is that, it le- or this particular hit, is that it led to a goal. 
this guy's got the puck right here. He jumps the puck off. Boom. Hit to get the puck. Watch Ovechkin pick it up. They go down the ice and score. That gave the Caps, I think it was 1-1 one to one at that point. Caps went on 2-1. to one. They did not win the game. That's how it goes. That's sports ball, baby. That's sports ball. The NFL futures market is heating up. The number one coach that betters like to win coach of the year is none other than my boy, MCDC, Dan Talica, Dan Campbell of your Detroit Lions. So I do like him to win. The market on him is banana. So it was 65 to 1 at some sports books for him to win coach of the year. It has now been bet down to 25 to 1, which is just normal odds. It makes me think that either A, all of the really big sharks saw these come out and be like, well, the Lions actually have a really good team this year, uh, or they were misunderstood and all they have to do is make the playoffs for, for Dan to get, because the narrative around the Lions is that they suck and all they'd have to do is make the playoffs for him to get coach of the year. The NFC has become a dumpster fire. So it's not it's not entirely impossible. Like think about this: like quarterbacks matter, and schedules matter. So just think about the NFC, right? So you have the NFC West where they're all going to cannibalize each other, and theoretically, with seven playoff spots, that means there's four divisions and four division winners. It could all four teams in the NFC West make the playoffs? Well, Arizona, we don't know. They're kind of a mess. Kyler Murray, they've got the Hopkins suspension. Who knows? L.A. and San Francisco were both, everybody's pretty confident that they're both going to be pretty good. Everyone's incredibly confident that Seattle is going to suck with Drew Locke and Geno Smith. So that's that. If you look around the rest of the conference, Washington Commanders have a quarterback room that has Carson Wentz, a rookie, and Taylor Heineke. The Eagles are going to be good with Jalen Hurts, and they've got their stuff going on. The Cowboys are going to be pretty good with Dak. The Packers are the best team, perhaps in football, one of the best five, five or six teams in football. With Aaron Rodgers. And the Bucks have Tom Brady and they're running it back. After that, the Lions don't appear to be that much worse than everybody else, either at quarterback or other positions. Is Jared Goff worse than Jameis Winston? Is he worse than Kirk Cousins? So I think these guys are putting the math together on that. And the other super sexy bet is our boy, quarterback Jalen Hurts, still on his rookie deal for the Philadelphia Eagles. He is the number one most bet player to win the most valuable player award. He can run the football. He can throw the football. So the Eagles, they were they drafted a defense defensive player, the mountain that is Jordan Davis, the biggest man you've ever seen in your life. But they also traded a first-round pick for A.J. Gr- or AJ Brown. Uh, A.J. Brown of the Titans was really great after the catch. He was really great over the middle. Jalen Hurts struggles over the middle, but they have Devontae Smith on the outside. And Devontae Smith is one of the best route runners in college basketball history. He had a great connection with Jalen when their first year or two in college. They think that with A.J. Green and with the running game, and because he can run the ball, Jalen Hurts is one of the best running football or running quarterbacks in the NFL. He's pretty clearly the second best running quarterback in the NFL. Because of that, betters are thinking like this is going to make sense. Also, the most important thing when these these things come out is this is not who people think. These are not their picks. These are not their picks. These are their bets, and it has to do with the market. So Dan Talica, at this point, you're only going to bet on him unless you can find odds that are better than 65 to 1. Right? It's like regular season MVP. Right now, the favorites are the favorites. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott. Then you've got a little fall off. Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. Scrolling down, Jalen Hurts at 25 to 1. They were probably getting him at closer to plus 600 or plus 6,000. 
And that's why it was such an attractive bet. See, right now, coach of the year, the leading candidate is Brandon Staley, which is hilarious. I wish I could bet against that. That guy, I actually think he sucks if you've been listening to this show. You got scroll all the way down. You got Arthur Smith, Matt Rule, Mike McCarthy, Cliff Kingsbury, Sean McDermott, Kevin Stefanski, Dan Campbell used to be plus 6,500. He is now plus 2,000. Right in the same neighborhood as Frank Reich, Kyle Shanahan, Nathaniel Hackett. You got to pay attention to this stuff. As the schedule release comes out, I suppose we can look into the NFL futures market because um, there's going to be some good stuff in there. If you just want me to look at it really quick, comeback player of the year. Uh, I have to think about that. It was usually injury. Sometimes I give it to people who just had a bad situation. Like Christian McCaffrey, people will like him because he had that. Cam Akers had his Achilles thing. Robert Woods tore his ACL. I mean, there's going to be some options there. We could talk about that when the schedule release comes out, but I thought it was interesting. Dan Campbell, Jalen Hurts. Two of the more likable people in the uh, National Football League are uh, hot on the market right now. Hot on the streets. That's going to do it for this episode of Interesting to See. I'll be back in Better Than Ever tomorrow morning. Like, rate, review, subscribe. 